You're listening to Band Geek with Richie Castellano on the Riotcast Network. We good? Uh, yeah. We. I'm good now. We. We. Well, it's my favorite. Far off places, daring sword fights, magic spells, a prince in disguise. If you like it all that much, it's yours. But, sir. I insist. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Look, there she goes. That girl is so peculiar. I wonder if she's feeling well. With a dreamy for a book. And her nose stuck in a book. What a puzzle to the rest of us is Belle. Parallel. 
find that fair facade I'm afraid she's rather odd Very different from the rest of us She's nothing like the rest of us Just different from the rest of us as well Well, you didn't miss a shot, Gaston <laughs> You're the greatest hunter in the whole world I know No beast alive stands a chance against you <laughs> And no girl for that matter It's true, LeFou and I've got my sights set on that one. Well, the inventor's daughter? She's the one. The lucky girl I'm going to marry. But she... The most beautiful girl in town. I know, but... That makes her the best. And don't I deserve the best? Well, of course. I mean, you do, but I... Right from the moment when I met her, saw her, I said she's gorgeous and I fell. Here and down, it's only she who's as beautiful as me. So I'm making plans to woo and marry Belle. Look, there he goes. Isn't he dreamy? Monsieur Gaston, oh, he's so cute. Be still, my heart, I'm hardly breathing. He's such a doctor, strong and handsome, thrill. Bonjour. Pardon. Excuse me, please let me through. There must be more than this provincial life. Just watch, I'm going to make Belle my wife. Look, there she goes, that girl is strange but special. A most peculiar mademoiselle. It's a pity and a sin, she doesn't quite fit in. Cause she really is a funny girl, a beauty but a funny girl. She really is a funny Bonjour, everybody. Welcome to Band Geek. Bonjour. Bonjour. And welcome to Band Geek. Uh, we have a packed house, and we're full of stands and cameras, as you'll see shortly. And um, yes, yeah, so let me say who's here today, and then we'll uh, talk about what we're doing today, which you've probably guessed by now. Uh, I'm Richie Castellano, and uh, joining me today is my co host, Jarrett Pressman. My wife, Anne Marie Castellano, who is actually the uh, the belle of the ball today. Oh! See what I did there? I would like to point out that I was 16 people in that song. Yeah, you were. Yeah, whatever. I'm a princess. <laughs> you always lose. My cousin, Philip Castellano, oh! playing bass on that song. The great return of the film. Yes. Playing, playing the Hoffner Beetle bass in that song. The Hoffner Beetle bass. On drums, Andy Castellano. No. Andy. <laughs> That's a callback. You, you yeah. would like that, wouldn't you? Yes, I would. <laughs> well, I, I, Andy, if you married true. my family, like if you married my sister Nicole, she'd make you change your last name to Castellano. <laughs> I think the one That's he'd be marrying you. is sitting in this room. <laughs> and it's not Thank me you. or Phil. It's me. Yeah. Me and you like an old married couple. Andy Ascalise on drums. Bonjour. That's right. The, the theme of today's episode is France. We. <laughs> um, joining us as always, our lovely cheerleader and uh, laugh track, Brandy Metaxas. And we have a special guest today. Mr. On, on keyboards, the incredible Mr. Jason Wexler. Yeah. 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 Hey, yeah. hey, 
Richie, how many keyboards are in the room right now? <laughs> it's three keyboards, <laughs> and we're going to use all of them today. Oh, my God. I'm going to have the Tron keyboard. Have. <laughs> yeah. Oh, four keyboards. That's right. Oh, my God. Oh. Um, Jason. I want to talk about Jason because Jason's an, a new band geek. First of all, thank you for coming and thank you yeah. for learning like 30 uh, string <laughs> parts and reducing them to one, you know, so you can play it in two hands. That was very impressive. It was super fun. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about how we did that in a second. But first, I want to talk about Jason. Jason Wexler is a uh, New York-based keyboard player. Do you sing mm-hmm. too? Yeah, I sing some backup vocals. And yeah. background vocalist. And uh, He's a now, who do you play with usually? Um, I play with a bunch of original artists around the city, uh, Stolar, Mary C. and the Stellars, Alice Ten Ridley, um, and then, you know, whoever else, subbing with whoever else will, uh, will have us. You're a busy guy. It took us like two months to get this happening. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even exaggerating. He's, he's very in demand, and I could see why. Because, I mean, if you're a musician, take note from Jason Wexler. He's a nice guy. He's got a good attitude. He shows up knowing all the parts, does does his homework, gets the right sounds. Like that's really all there is to it. So we appreciate said, that. Yeah. yeah. Said like a you year you ago. won't last long on this show. You're, you're so good. And, uh, but um, you even said like a year ago when we were when we were like we're gonna do this episode at some point. And you were like, good. I'm gonna ask Jason Wexler. For you. Yeah. It was a year ago. Yeah. yeah. It totally was. This is, this I, I just the works for a while. I, well, well, I'll tell. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell you uh, a story of how I knew. Well, you know what? I'm gonna tell you how I know Jason. Cause that's a, that's that's a good thing to talk about. Before I knew you, I knew your dad. Your dad was my seventh grade stained glass teacher at. Um, that is at, mighty dangerous. At IS seventy two in Staten Island, and your dad was awesome because he knew I played guitar. So I remember he brought in. He had like an Antigua Strat, which I think I saw a picture of you playing. It's it's like a white like a like cream sort of like yeah burnt cream mm-hmm. like. Um, and I remember, like, he saw I played guitar. He's like, you got to check this out. Um, so your dad brought that in for me. But he knew I was a musician, and so we always talked about that. But I was god-awful at his stained glass class. <laughs> I was I don't so... That. You don't remember stained glass in no. high school, too? I well, need to see a picture of your dad. I'm so jealous you guys had stained head, glass class. His, um, his dad so had, cool. like, uh, brown hair, a mu- like a, a killer mustache, right? Mm-hmm. And um, sort of like like a bang, like almost like a beetle cut with the mustache. But he, you know, he was a great guitar player. Did he look like a character in The Incredibles? No. No. I have a picture in my head. I'm sorry. But, um, <laughs> unbelievable. Do, do you hear Muff at all? I hear like an echo. Oh, uh, yeah. Muff. Muff, talk for a second. Hey, hey. Well, he sang that last song really loud, so. You're, you're <laughs> also you're, there. Oh, wait. Hey. Oh, yeah, you were on this mic, oh, dick. Whatever. whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, and you sound like you're far away. Oh God, you do. Whatever. You here. just deal with it, man. I just making sure it's not on the recording. <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. Okay. Um, talk again, Jarrett. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> now you got me all paranoid. Like now he's mad. Go. Hey, hey, hey. Check, check. Hey. Yeah, it sounds fine. Um, so the quick story I'm going to tell you about about your dad. Now, unfortunately, your dad passed away, and I'm very mm-hmm. sorry to hear that, but. Um, the story I'm going to tell is, is really funny. Um, it was the middle of the day. And, did you go to I-72? No, I didn't. Um, you went to 51 with me. Mm-hmm. That's how I met you. Yeah. Oh, look, Amory also independently From knows him. D- what do you mean independently? I knew him before. Where did you know him? That's what I said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> stain gl- uh, so in I-72, <laughs> there were two um, elective periods. Like, uh, And in I-72, like, you picked like if you were going to be in band or like whatever the major thing you did was 
and then they just randomly assigned you one. And there was some weird stuff at that school, like um, typesetting. Ooh. Do you yeah. remember that? Like how to set nice. old, like old style printing presses. Like that was a class. And there <laughs> was took- like there was a shop class. Oh, oh, foods. We took like a, a home ec class there. I took home industries. I made a clock. I know that it was cutting a clock out of plexiglass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The home industries. Man. Right. I got. I, I had a fight with that teacher. I had a fight with that teacher. Did you? Yeah, Why? because that teacher was a dick. Because <laughs> no, 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 he was <laughs> like the town in Bell. No, he <laughs> like the town oh. in Bell. Where Raise your mic a little dick. bit. Are, are you talking to the back of it? Oh. He is. Yes. He totally is. I didn't turn anything around. Oh, hey. Oh. That wasn't like the whole Are time. you talking into the back of yours? No. Mm-hmm. No. I know how a microphone works. <laughs> Anyway, so... I was like, my hair sounds in, really loud right now. <laughs> <laughs> I got mics in the back of my head. No, but um, in, in the home industries class, uh, you know, the one thing I did learn that class that has followed me through life is he teaches you how to fix a toilet. Great. Do you remember that? <laughs> and if there's one thing Richie needs to know how to do, it's fix a toilet. The little chainy thing? I remember, I remember just being so tuned out of that class until he talked about how a toilet works. I'm like... Oh, I need to know this. <laughs> I was like, I have wreaked havoc on my parents' bathroom, so I need to know how to do this. this. In seventh grade, so did I. Yeah, that's oh, right. No. Feel free to tell that story. Didn't Jared that story. multiple times flooded my parents' when, bathroom. When, when Richie's dad, dad was on the show, exactly. yeah, when, when John Castellano was on the show, he told that story. So um, <laughs> it was an amazing. Moment. Anyway, I yelled at that teacher because there was a there was a kid in class who had like a learning disability, right? And he had like a stuttering problem and, and he, I think he had Asperger's, right? Because when you would talk to him, he'd go like, you know, what, what's your name? Like, I'm gonna, uh, Neil, Neil, you know what I mean? And he would say, and, and I felt like really bad for him. And the teacher used, no. to, I think that was his real name. My but middle name. I think the teacher used to like pick on him. He goes, Neil, Neil, right? And I said, I said, you better stop that. I said that to him. I was like, that is not nice what you're doing. Oh I said, I, said I don't like the way you're talking to him. And he like, he got, the teacher got pissed at me. But and I like, bet just, you sounded like Mickey Mouse. You better stop that. Yeah, oh yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> That's oh, not boy. very nice. Um, yeah, so I didn't like that. But anyway, back to Jason and his dad. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens. Yes. I, you know, I, we're here for two hours. I get to like one story. Um, but the second, so I went to one period of band class. And the way band class worked in ISM2 is they would do... Um, one half of the they split up into two periods um, because they couldn't fit all the kids into the room at the same time. So they would put half the band into the band room and the other half, and the teacher would rehearse them. And then only at like the big concert would you pile into the room and play together. So it was always like you'd always have like half the band. I think it was brass and percussion. And yeah, then something woodwinds. like that. And then woodwinds and whatever. Yeah. Huh. Um, so I was in the brass and percussion class usually, but. Um, Obviously, like I was really into music, and my teacher, uh, Miss Berta, she knew I was into music and liked having me in class. So she used to sign me out of every elective I had. Like I used to show up to every class, piece of paper, gotta go, I'm out. So your dad's class, it was the same period as that band class, and I'm like, Mr. Wexler, I'm out, and I gave him like the, the slip. So and I and that was the worst it ever was. I think actually it was eighth grade because I missed like every single class. Like I think I went to three classes that your dad taught. And then no wonder you sucked at staying at, at the end, I, I was terrible at. It. Everybody was making beautiful stuff because that's I was, a skill you need. But anyway, you know what? I'd like to have that skill. Wait, did, did your dad do stained glass at home, or did they make him learn that? No, yeah, he, he had a whole workshop. Oh, he ba- did really? In the basement, yeah. Okay, that's actually very cool. 
So so it's, it isn't and like, okay. And right in the face of stained glass. No, but it isn't like, you know, the principal said, we're going to pick a bunch of random skills and go out and learn them, teachers. It's like, you know, I guess they ask, what do you do? And yeah. that's, that's a... Oh, I took a ham radio class. Whatever. Oh, that's, that's cool. cool. Yeah, no, did you, did you, you go to hipster school? <laughs> I think I did. did. No, Typesetting ham, ham radio. Typesetting ham. That's did right. you also learn how to make pickles? Yeah, I, I learned how to. Schools were like in the '90s, though. That's why all those shows. There's like such cool stuff going on in those schools. They made us so um, Gucci wallets. So, so I. <laughs> they have to be on the streets of Hong Kong by Friday. So, so, so the semester's like eighty percent over, right? And I haven't made a single thing in stained glass class. And your dad goes, Richie, I, I like you a lot, and I, I appreciate that you play guitar, and I appreciate that the band class needs you, but you got to make something. Because I, 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 he goes, you've made nothing. I can't pass you if you make nothing, right? So he's like, he's like, you got to come to class. And now the thing is, I'm not cutting class. I'm getting signed out. But he's like, what do you want me to do here? He's like, yeah. you've, you haven't been here, and you've made nothing, right? Make so, something, Richie. So make he's something. like, you got, you got to make something. I said, okay. So like I told my I told Miss Bird I said I have to go to stained glass class I have to make something or I'm gonna fail and she's like all right so I'm making stuff and I'm like taking like a crash course in stained glass and I'm and it's cool because you had a solder right is that how you learned how to solder uh, wait till the end of the story <laughs> then answer that question again so I finished something and it's the final day and everybody's like all the girls in class made this like beautiful stuff <laughs> right and yeah like I think you had to use like at least four different pieces of glass you had to have them soldered together or you know because that's how you do it with the, with the foil and I made whatever thing I made it's probably like some sort of like Star Trek logo or something sure. and I made it and I held it in my hands and I showed it to your father and he looked at it and he held it and he goes okay and he and he's right, and he looks down to write in his book. And as he's writing it, the thing falls apart in my hand, <laughs> and I and I turn around like 180, like a ninja, <laughs> and I'm holding the thing in, in pieces in my hand as I'm walking away from his desk. Right? <laughs> and, then, and that was that's my stained glass class. So I I passed that by the skin of my teeth. <laughs> Because it's like nice. the thing is that's the, like it has to help hold like structurally hold. So he like I held it like very gently in my hand. You know, I like presented it, and he like he like you know wiggled a little bit. He's like okay, and as he looked down to write it, the thing went boom in my hand. And I had like, yeah. so Your that's, life is like a sitcom. Yeah, so that's that's the story about your dad. Your dad <laughs> you was awesome, and um, you know. So, I, so I that's why you're terrible at soldering. I figured you'd want to hear that story. Yeah, that's amazing. And then you do that sitcommy thing where you hold up nothing but pretend it's just completely clear glass, and you're like. <laughs> <laughs> Look how clean this is. So um, now, years later, um, when Andy and I did Tuesday nights at Dock Street, um, we actually alternated Tuesday nights with your band, Julia C., who um, Jay was, was the singer in, right? Oh, yeah. So now yeah. you're playing with Jay. That, that See, I'm still be. playing with Andy. I still well, we, have demos of we, that uh, from like the we first We also we had the band W.O.T., that used to do that with you guys oh. too, and that was Steve LaRocca on lead vocals. Okay, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. Was, that was before. That, that was, was the before. one you alternated with. I thought it might have been because I think that's how I even heard no, about. No, Julius. Yeah, um, Julius well, hit me with it. It was a J. That might be too. Yeah, Julius C was later though. That was that was the end of high school, if not college. That was right? that was college. Yeah. Yeah, but that's when we were doing school. that. Yeah, that might have yeah, been. No, man, Richie, I yeah. I would go see you when I was. I like was 15. there, man. <laughs> I've seen it. Fifteen. Seen it. I seen him do it. She I was not there legally, but she I was there. <laughs> so, um, well, we we would alternate that, and that was cool. Mm-hmm. And you guys used to also come in and play a little bit, and yeah. and, and do some stuff because we, um, it wasn't like an open jam. Like this is my policy on open jamming because um, open jams are something that a lot of musicians do, 
and that's fine and and they're they're nice but um the, the, like I, I don't once you advertise something's an open jam you're just asking for trouble so if you do a gig and you see people you know and you bring them up that's different i don't know i be, i just i've done too many open jams i guess i mean have you been a host band at an open jam yeah and and the other thing is if you're the one instrument that there aren't enough of you're stuck all night playing god knows what you know what i mean so it's it's rough Andy and I did an open jam with a certain drummer who will remain nameless, and uh, and and basically like he wouldn't play the entire night. He would give Andy the sticks like you're up. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so then we did that, um, and then I didn't really see you much for a while. But the next time I did see you, and this is a story I want to tell because it's it's very relevant, is um, when Anne Marie and I got married. We uh, we got engaged. We had an engagement party, and. Um, I wanted it to be a little uh, a little different than than the normal because my mom really wanted me to have it at a nice hall like my sister did and have some Italian food, have a, t- a DJ <laughs> and have some nice Italian food and I'm like I want to do it. I said no brunch. Yeah, yeah. Amory wanted brunch at like a low key restaurant and um and I said and you know like oh, we'll get a DJ I'm like no no ma no DJ I know what I'm gonna get I said it's gonna be it's gonna be Tiger's Fang themed the whole thing. <laughs> I said, so we're gonna do a kung fu themed thing because we were, this is like the height of us doing Tiger's Fang, mm-hmm. and all my friends were doing kung fu. So, um, I just at that point we just had our season one uh, red carpet premiere party for Tiger's Fang at the comic book store, and to commemorate that, I made a soundtrack CD that I only sold to people in the store. Um, it was like five bucks, and you got like all like fifteen songs from Tiger's Fang, and I. I actually worked some of them up because a lot of the Tiger's... Now, if, if you don't know what I'm talking about with Tiger's Fang, um, go to YouTube and type in Tiger's Fang or look on... Uh, Your YouTube t- channel. My YouTube channel. Actually, I don't have them on mine. They're on uh, my friend, Steve Corns. And, um, or look up, like, look up like Castellano, Tiger's Fang. I don't know if that's up. I'm not sure. It might be. Um, Tiger's Fang Saga. Yeah, but you know, so check that out. And you guys got all the information, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Google. Well, Amber's putting on the spot man, right now. And just so. type in like some stuff, and yeah. you can watch some other stuff. Sure, you can find it. It's cool, man. Everyone it's kung can find fu. it. So, um, <laughs> kung fu. A lot of the a lot of the songs in that movie are just like thirty second snippets. So I worked them up into like three four minute songs for this for this CD. And then I said, wouldn't it be so cool if like we had a band play this stuff? And Amory's like. All right, you have to get Jason Wexler to do it. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I haven't seen him in a while. Like the last time I saw him, he was like, you know, 18 or something. She's like, no, no, he'll actually do this the right way. So um, we got, we called you and, and and you did it, and we got you, uh, your buddy Mike Tachillo, mm-hmm. and and the drummer Amory plays with all the time, uh, Gerald Cavanaugh, and um, you guys. Uh, first of all, I thought what was going to happen is that like you guys were going to show up and sort of like play like something that sounded a little bit like the songs and just kind of like muddle your way through it because that's what I would have done but um <laughs> what you what you guys did is like I, I was there like setting up when you guys arrived at the gig and you handed out charts to everyone I'm like <laughs> charts <laughs> I'm like this stuff is not supposed to be charted this is horrible I'm like this is like funny music but you had charts and then you guys played through this stuff and you like nailed every little stupid thing that I that I did. I felt bad. Like I, I was I was impressed and at the same time I felt bad that you had to go through this. Like the like stupid things that I was sitting in my basement recording until I giggled. That's what it was like. I would just do things until I, I laughed and that was the music. And then you had to chart it out and play it. And you played it perfectly. And I like and I kept 
And everybody's like like chatting at, at the party and like, you know, being social. And I would go out to people like tapping the shoulder. Stop what you're doing. Do you hear what they're doing? <laughs> I wrote that as a goof and they're playing it like 100% right. <laughs> like I kept like interrupting the flow of the party to like point. I'm like listen to what they're doing. But um, that was really, really impressive, and that stuck with me. So now, like now, I know, like okay, if we need a keyboard player who's gonna be like obsessive compulsive about something <laughs> and like like nail it, you got to get Jason Wexler. Also, where can people find you? Like, if they want to look up you or your stuff, I mean, do you have a Twitter uh, or a? Yeah, I mean, JasonWexler.com. Um, That's super easy. <laughs> yeah. W e x l e r. You know. Instagram, Jason Wexler, all those, all those things. It's a good name, man, Jason Wexler. Easy to spell. My name throws everybody off. And plus, you always put underscores in there. Well, because it's too long for the whole thing. Two L's. What is, it? <laughs> <laughs> so, is it pronounced Castellano? Oh, every time. Oh, oh Spanish, remember that guy? Spanish, Spanish. Remember that little kid? <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll accept Castellano now because, yeah, like, in, in some part of the world, that's correct. That's correct in most of the world. <laughs> you know, it's Sorry. not like Castaneo, Costello. It's it's horrible. But Do so you remember that little kid that that was happy and he called you Richie Castellano because he caught your pick in the audience. <laughs> that's right. And he was like, "Holy crap! Holy I caught, crap! I caught Richie Castellano's pick in, in a Blue Oyster Cult show." Wait, is there a YouTuber? No, there's, I think he's from a, Texas. A kid, a kid, I threw a pick out in the audience and this kid caught it and he like, and I have this like secret password on my pick oh. that that <laughs> goes to like a secret part of my website with a ridiculous, stupid video that me and Phil made. And um, and you and I wrote. That's it right. That's right. the best shit ever. Oh, I, don't I totally what you're forgot about, about that. And, and it was like something cool. Like if you caught a pick at a show, like you'd get access to this cool thing. This kid like blew up my spot. He, he made a YouTube video. He goes, <laughs> Holy crap, I just caught uh, Richie Castellano's uh, pick, and it's got a password on it, and I'm going to give it to you right now so you can go to this website. Uh, <laughs> wait, and then the last thing he goes is, thank you and subscribe. <laughs> just adorable, change the, change the I love that kid. That kid's probably like 40 now. Yeah. <laughs> no, see, the new picks I got, um, oh, you can't do. Oh, I can't God. print on them, so the, the jig is up. Did I say that site is still garbage. there, though? Yeah, why don't you share it with our fans? I think I've done this before, but I'll say it again. It's richiecastellano.com slash pick, and the password is uh, oh, the username is pick, and the password is Zilla, Z-I-L-L-A. Yeah. And there's a very funny video don't there. It's very it. silly. It's amazing. My friend Teddy Gibbs still talks about it to this day. He, it's just the favorite thing I've ever showed him ever. <laughs> he still refers to you. Well, I won't say it because you could say it. you could spoil it. No, I'm not gonna spoil it. Okay, fine. There's some there's some ridiculous <laughs> crap going on in that video. Um, so that's my um, that's my life with with Jason Wexler. Yeah. Um, now, Amory, how do you know Jason Wexler? That very NPRish. I'm, I'm yes. Repeat, yes, that was my life with yes. Jason. It needs to be a lot quieter in this room though for it to really be NPR. It needs to be a lot of dead space. Coming up next, we have some nice songs about Clara. <laughs> <laughs> well, junior high, junior high. Did you play? Did you play in the musicals? You played piano in the musicals. I know uh, in high school. High school. In high school. Nine. Did you? You did the talent show though. Probably. I think I remember I was in seventh grade and you were in eighth at the time. That might have been when I first met you. I was seven. You were nine. I, <laughs> I forgot what you played though, but I re- do remember you wore a suit. And you were very good. I don't play. Good. I don't play around. What did I just finish saying? <laughs> I know. I mean, but this, I'm just showing. Like it goes deep. Like it goes deep. And then we went to high school together. We had a band together. We that was my first band, Jason. They yeah. were in a band called Paradox. The no, 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 honey. It was called Paradox. <laughs> no, honey. Paradox. Oh my God. Were you a progressive rock band? 
Uh, and we should have no, been. No, we played really bad covers. Were you we, angry? We 25 years like, and my life is still. <laughs> no, no, no. We never did that, but we totally did Brick by Ben Folds 5. Oh. And we perf- did perfect dinner music. What was so we had a demo that they played in Valeno Grill until Valeno Grill wasn't Valeno Grill anymore. That's a place in Staten Island that everybody's talking about. Go yes. On. That probably doesn't exist anymore. It's legendary. It doesn't exist anymore. Legendary. Don't bother looking for it. Um, but who was on that demo? It was, it was Let It Be, which I sang up the octave. Oh. Route 66, and yep. I played the worst direct sound acoustic guitar I've ever heard. Um, New York State of Mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, wait, it was... Uh, Evil Ways. Evil Ways. Oh, my God. You play guitar. I play guitar in Evil Ways. I think I played alto saxophone on that demo. <laughs> yes. You play saxophone? Yeah, he's really good. Holy it was the 90s. crap. His really, no, it was 2000s. No, it was 90s. It was amazing. Well, J- Jason's Jason's skill set is coming in handy today because we're doing arguably the most tricky thing uh, the band geeks have ever done. Um, today's episode is actually a tribute to the music of Disney and the, and the Disney movies. So um, this is something that the band geeks are very, very passionate about. Um, not me, but um, <laughs> the, the other others. band geeks... And no, I like Disney. Well, look, it's Disney has spanned. Uh, when did Disney start making movies, Phil? Nineteen thirty-seven, Snow White. Disney is uh, Philip is our, is our, uh, <laughs> our don't, resident. Don't ask him questions. If our you resident don't want Disney way too authority. Much and in honor of today's um, episode, you'll see this on the YouTube uh, video. Anne Marie is actually dressed like a Disney princess because this episode is Anne Marie is a Disney princess. I'm smiling into the microphone. <laughs> and uh, she's dressed like me? Snow White. Because uh, I look like Snow White. Because she looks like Snow White. <laughs> like, I have pictures of me spanning the entire, my entire life of me being Snow White in, in various... Stop I always had the cartoons. short black hair. I mean, you call me Snow Yellow. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. because <laughs> you taste bad. Don't you go where the Huskies go. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, no, this is, I wish that was a joke. Why don't you it's so, not a joke. A- actually, the songs we're doing today, are they all Alan Menken songs? Um, yes. Yeah. Me so thinks. I guess this is like an Alan Menken tribute. Well, what was then the we, first thing that we did? The first thing we do is Bell. And let's talk about that really quick. Uh, thank you, Muff. So Bell has a lot of stuff going on. And... <laughs> This is probably the most we've ever prepared for a Band Geek episode. We um, had a good solid two weeks of preparation for this. One whole year. Yeah. Well, this was, when, when we first made the podcast, this was one of the ideas um, that we wrote down on a list of like theme shows. This oh, was yeah, like, right remember that Google Doc that we had? Yeah. Yeah, that was on there. We were hopeful and f- full of wonder. Um, I had no voice, though. What do you mean? I had no voice for like a year and a half. I was I wouldn't have been able to like do something like this. Well, the the reason we're doing this is aside from everyone's love of Disney is that Anne Marie has this as you heard from the first song, uncanny ability to sound like a Disney character. It's it's it it's a little weird and freaky. It's but because I'm almost 30 and this is all we did when we were kids. She also got married to Richie when she was 16, so it fits. <laughs> <laughs> um, In Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so that's why we're, we're doing this theme today. And also, this is just, this is just great music. There's no rules in the ocean. Ariel oh, has no law. So good. Ariel suffers from maritime law. <laughs> She's 14. No spoilers. Um, so I want to talk about how we just did that song because um, there's a lot of stuff going on. And I don't want people to call shenanigans. Um, the first thing I did is luckily when there's, when there's a certain uh, – when a song is uh, – Old enough, meaning before MP3s, 
Um, any song before the MP3 era, there is most likely a really terrible MIDI file of it <laughs> online. <laughs> Now, do you guys remember before? Uh, Philip probably doesn't remember, but before From the MP3s, GeoCities homepages. Yeah, you had like <laughs> instead of having a folder on your yeah. computer with MP3s in it, like oh, this is my music library. Like, you had MIDI files, and you would rock out to your favorite hits played with general MIDI sounds, and it was terrible. So when I try to explain to my current high school students what MIDI is, I'm like. You ever hear a song that sounds like a weird computer version of a song? It's not really right, but it kind of sounds like whack. They're like, like oh, a, I guess like an old karaoke track. Like an old karaoke track. Emery, do your limelight ringtone MIDI. <laughs> oh, I wish I had it still. No, <laughs> This is what the struggle was real, people. Dude, I would I would have that ringtone in a heartbeat right now. Oh, don't say that. Jared's gonna spend the rest of the freaking episode. I have that Kyo Sarah upstairs. I couldn't part with it. I I could not part with it. I've been trying to find it for her. (laughs) I have it. You know what? Some of the best MIDI stuff is the Toe Jam and Earl soundtrack. I'm sorry. From what about Super Mario Brothers? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what MIDI sounds like, kids. Kind of. Well, it's 8-bit. Who cares? But anyway. It's close enough. What I did um, was, because this song is old enough, there was a website with Disney uh, music on it, and I grabbed this MIDI file. I need that. So I I took the MIDI file, and it was actually not that terrible. It was, there was a lot of good stuff in there. So here's the process of how we did this. I took that MIDI file, I brought in the Pro Tools, I brought in the original track, because the problem is, the MIDI file has two tempo changes, and if you listen to... Uh, bell, especially how you know musical theater it is. It's very, it's a very fluid tempo. It keeps moving. So first thing I did is I, I basically like laid bell on top of the MIDI track, and then I tempo mapped in Pro Tools. Like every few beats, I would change the tempo to match that. So we had, so now I had bell on top of the MIDI track in sync, and that took me a very long time. Then I um, also the track, the MIDI track was not the right length. There were bars missing or too many bars here or there so i edited it to make it the right track and then i went through the whole thing measure by measure and correcting anything wrong or adding missing parts so i did that then <laughs> then <laughs> i went back <laughs> then i went to uh i figured out who was going to play what and jared and and Anne-Marie actually went through the lyrics and assigned all of us parts to sing and, and picked who was going to do what. It's mostly Jared. Yeah, and, 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 and all those voices you heard, me talking I would say that's 80%, except for like the really pretty stuff that Anne-Marie was obviously singing, that was all Jared. That's really <laughs> impressive, man. You know, hat, hats off to you, dude. What did I do? What? No, you did a good job, clown. Oh. <laughs> and then, I, so I said, okay, the way we're going to do this is Andy's going to handle all the percussion, uh, Phil's gonna handle the low end on on a bass, and Phil actually played my Hofner, which sounded perfect for that. Crushed it. <laughs> and um, Jason, I gave him the entire string section. So that's and and the thing is, this is like five tracks, and I I exported the MIDI tracks. And I sent it to him in a in a Facebook message, and he he took those five tracks and made a piece of music out of it that he could play with two hands. So that's what you're hearing over there. That's Jason playing all the strings. And for the rest of the stuff, for the uh, the harps I left on the track, I think there's some like little, you know, harp things and percussive things. Those are on the track. I left those in because we're when we recorded, we actually recorded it on top of the track. So um, and then the woodwind stuff. When I'm not singing, I'm playing it. 
that's me playing the woodwind cues. Um, and when I am singing, I let the, the track do it. So it's not 100% us. I don't want to anybody. It's like, hey, where's all that music coming from? We're playing with the track, okay? No, that's but it's magic. really, it's really just the harp. Pony. The harp that's left. No, it's the harp. It's um, it's some of the lower brass. It's, um, yeah, but, you know, and when I'm singing, I just let the track take it over. But I, 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 I carved out a part for me to... We didn't have room for three more keyboard players. Yeah, you know what? Uh, yeah, you, really, originally, if you watched the uh, listen to the encore episode last week, you'll know just how big the space we were, we are working with is. Yeah, because we went out here with a tape measure. That was one of the questions. Oh, the Q and A. We measured the Q and A episode. The Q and A episode. Sorry, we went out with a tape measure and measured the whole studio. <laughs> it is much smaller than you think. And then me and Richie measured our junk. And that's that's right. much smaller than you think too. <laughs> um. So, <laughs> I, I mean, really, we could have probably done this with. Six more musicians, like you know, uh, and a, forty more people. <laughs> a couple of like uh, maybe three brass, three woodwind players, you know. But they they're not going anywhere in my basement, so we did what we had to do. The bathroom. Um, but for this next song we're about to do, um, we're going to use three keyboards at once, and just this one time, Jared, just this one time. <laughs> <laughs> you could play. You could play the drums. Yay! Just one drum. One drum. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Uh, so on this next, all right. So let we're gonna we're gonna move around a little bit, and um, this one's for Emily. For Emily? Yeah. Your sister? Yeah. Aww. Why? This was her favorite, don't, and she looks like her. Don't say it like she's not with us anymore. Yeah, really. Don't say it was. No, this was her favorite when she was a child. Now she isn't this is, into this that is sort of her. thing. Well, the, I have a, a a sister connection with this song as well. This is the first movie I ever went to. Uh, on my own. What year was was uh, Little Mermaid? 88. 89. Thank you. Uh, why don't you ask Phil? <laughs> Phil has like a weird, like, you know, um, Dr. Sheldon Cooper knowledge of Disney. Uh, the, it's, the Renaissance is 89 to 99. <laughs> There's a Renaissance, guys. Renaissance. So, um, my parents had um, businesses at the, a mall in, I think, New Jersey, somewhere like New Brunswick or something like that. And, um, I used to go there to school and me and my sister would sit around their business and get bored. So one day my mother gave me like 20 bucks and said, here, take your sister to the movies to see Little Mermaid. So this was a, this is a big one for, for me. Also, my sister, is this like her favorite song ever? Really? Yes. Oh, so this really? goes out to all the, all the sisters. Oh, this is all the sisters. This is Nah, this is for me. I was like, no, this is for me and me only. I have a sisterly connection too. You do? My sister used to have a karaoke machine, and this was like her jam. Um, so I have I converted all the audio tapes, all the the committee tapes files. To, yes, committee files, <laughs> uh, and then uh, and converted them to MP3s. But it's actually the karaoke track is one of the only things I have of my mom. Oh, because she's singing in the background too. So oh, that's, that's special nice. to me too. Well, this is such a sentimental, nice episode. <laughs> you can't mess it up now. Don't Jeez, fuck it up, guys. No pressure. So, okay. Well, I already messed up my apple. I tried to eat my apple and dropped it on the You're floor. You're not supposed to eat the apple. Mitty was. No, the Did... apple's poison. The, there's a penis well, in that apple. Now it is. It's been on the floor in the, in the, in the cocky duty. <laughs> Dirt so, of the world. Okay, so we're going to do this song now. Um... I'm gonna play. I'm gonna try to play the woodwinds. Andy's gonna play the strings. Jason's gonna do the keys parts, and Jarrett is going to do the orchestral drums on my drum set just as one time. But just... the, the most important question is who is playing the dingle hopper? Wait a second. <laughs> you can't oh, play Phil's playing bass on this. I have to say, dingle hoppers are for brushing your hair. Snarf blats are for playing. Sorry. Ah, all right. Uh, 
You what guys, a good word that is. Snarf blast. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, no pressure, Amory, but I, I think this is one of the best songs you sing. I love the way you Aww. sing this song. You've never actually heard me sing this song. Uh, only about a dozen times. No. Yes. Only parts. Okay, well, it's because you don't of know the words. World. So Whoa. here we go. Oh. <laughs> and with that, here we go. Maybe he's right. Maybe there is something the matter with me. But how could a podcast that plays such wonderful music be bad? Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? Wouldn't you think I'm the girl? The girl who has everything. Look at this trove. Treasures untold How many wonders can one cavern hold Looking around here you think Sure, she's got everything I've got gadgets and gizmos aplenty I've got who's it's and what's it's galore You want thingamabobs? I got 20 But who cares? No big deal I want more Walking around on those, what's that word again? <laughs> Feet. Flipping your fins, you don't get too far. Legs are required for jumping, dancing, strolling along down that, what's that word again? Street. Up where they walk, up where they run, up where they stay all day in the Wish I could be part of that world What would I give if I could live out of these waters What would I pay to spend a day warm on the sand Betcha on land they understand That they don't reprimand their daughters Bright young women Sick of swimming, ready to stand I'm ready to know what the people know Ask them my questions and get some answers What's a fire and why does it, what's the word, burn? When's it my turn? Wouldn't I love, love to explore the shore up Told you she could nail that. That was magical. Oh man, you make me want to go to a witch and get legs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh girl. 
So, uh, Phil, I believe you wanted to um, talk about that composition you told me. Oh. Oh. I, I just pretty much love the, uh, I, I love that, you know, and how like it's all watery and stuff. It's like all <laughs> Phil was squeeing the whole time. So I was purposely <laughs> looking at him and making face and singing the whole song to him. And he sat there like, <laughs> it was like so his Don't birthday. judge me. I love this song. I'm not judging. I'm just saying. This is one of my favorites. Do you know what I really like They about did it on that? purpose. They did that on purpose. You think? Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> what? Thing. Did what? what? Oh, no. The way the, to make it, they, try to make, they try to replicate the sound of water. And that's, what yeah, he was, yeah. that's what he got. That's well, what he got. Well, the first song we did, Bell, was Howard Ashman, right? Um, yeah, and Alan Menken. And Alan Menken. And then this one is Tim Rice? Or is this not Tim no, Rice yet? You're thinking Aida. Mm, yeah. No, but no, Tim I Rice took Tim over. Tim Rice. Tim Rice took, because Howard Ashman passed away, and then Tim Rice took over. Yeah, but Beauty and the Beast was after The Little Mermaid. Was it? Howard, yeah. Yes. Little Mermaid's the first. Okay. Uh, eight, All right. So this is also Howard Ashman. Yeah, it's Little Mermaid, then Beauty, then Aladdin. Okay. Then Lion King. We're just talking about Aladdin. Yeah, it's Mencken and Ashman. <laughs> Mencken and Ashman. And Jodie Benson on the vocal. Now, no, talk about Jodie Benson. She's Perfection. It, now, what else has she done, or is it this just the only thing you know that she's done? She was a Broadway actress, yeah, and they loved her voice so much. But you, we've talked about it before when we were talking about it before the show. Like, there's a YouTube video oh. of uh, uh, Alan Menken and Jody Benson, like in the recording booth, and he's giving her like such specific direction of how to sing it. It's amazing. Oh, that's Alan Menken. Yeah. Oh, because I saw that video and I was talking about that before. Like, who's this guy bullying Jody Benson? <laughs> he wrote it. It's great. Yeah, th- that's. And the thing we were talking about when we were rehearsing it earlier is that um, the timing seems like the whole orchestra is following her, but we know that's not true because we see this video of her overdubbing yeah. that yeah. recording. So we know which she is followed. insanity. She must have. She must have listened to that. Like lived it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's crazy. But I, I. Oh, and they used Alyssa Milano's face to model Ariel. That they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we can we confirm this? Uh, Disney expert. It's confirmed. <laughs> it feels so. I believe it. So, the um, I totally lost my train of thought. Oh, sorry. Um, the uh, we also failed to mention that the town in Bell is a dick. Oh, right. The, uh, that was like yes. one of the things we were going to talk about. And you love movies where I towns love are musicals dicks. where the the town as a whole is just a dick. Because well, what are the musicals like that? Uh, there's a musical called The Baker's Wife. Yeah. Um, where it's a town in France. It's always French towns. A town in France, and what does that say? Um, people in France French are dicks. Uh, Scott, it's a, sorry, you French audience. It's a town in France, <laughs> and the um, uh, the a new baker comes, and he's got like a hot young wife, and the young guy there like steals his wife away from him, and the town is just like, wow, look at all that adultery happening. But <laughs> would you please bake stuff? And there's <laughs> a song called. But your baguettes are so good. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the thing. It's just like we, that's that's great. We're sorry your life is in shambles. Can you bake more stuff, please? Well, Little Shop of Horrors, the town is kind of a dick oh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit, but it, it's, it's, it's less of a dick and also more of... Also Alan Menken. But the I know Ooh. also Alan Menken. It was fresh in my brain. In Bell, though, they're just like, a woman reading? <laughs> She's different than us. <laughs> Burn her at the stake. Burn her. It's like Frankenstein. It's like, you know, she, she's the monster. Well, and then, and then at the end of that movie, he's like, Gaston is like, the beast is going to make off with your children. And they're like, he's right. Why? Why is he right all of a sudden? Did did you see ever see that TV show based on Beauty and the Beast with with Ron oh. Perlman and Linda Hamilton? Yeah. <laughs> I, I liked that Where show. Where he lived in the fantastic. sewers. That's right. And he um, fought crime. You you talked what? about Phil. You talked about the um the wave sound. Yeah. What I really like because I was I was playing the um the woodwind part. 
I really like when it goes flip in your fins. It don't get too far because at that point they quote under the sea. They go. Boo, da, 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 da. It's like I thought wow. that. Oh, that music is full is. of that. Yeah, yeah it's full great. Of that. But another thing I want to say about Jody Benson's performance is uh, one of the, now. I'm not the biggest fan of musical theater. I mean, like for example, like I love Les Mis. And I guess that's because that was my first experience with musical theater. And they always say, like, whatever your first musical was, that's that's going to be your favorite one for the rest of your life. What was everybody's first, guys? Well, yours is Les Mis, Andy. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, are you counting, like, Jay? Probably Les Mis or Phantom. Like, yes. That you actually, yeah. you actually went What'd you say? to? What's the like? Phantom of the Opera was my first. Yeah. Now, is that your favorite? Because I think it still you, is, you, yeah. That, that's what live, it is. It's like right? that first. Yeah, you know, yeah live. live. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast? Beast wow. Oh. Jekyll and Hyde. That, that actually is very creepy live because all of a sudden there's a big animatronic head as Chip and it turns around mm. and it's real creepy. I never saw it. I, I saw it, but I don't even remember that. And what was your first one? Uh, you said, uh, uh, Randy? Oh, oh I, it had to be a Disney movie. Like, I don't remember specifically, but like definitely like a Broadway musical? Yeah. Yeah, like what was the first thing you saw on Broadway? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I definitely, I saw Phantom, but I hated it. Like a I lot. hated Phantom too, but I, that's because I went with my bitch ex-girlfriend. She was, she was Sorry, bitch ex yeah. also. Okay, great. <laughs> That's that why we it. hated it. If we went together, it might have been different. <laughs> there we go. Um, but what did you say yours was, Jared? I don't, rem- I don't remember the first like Broadway, Broadway musical, but I'm sure I think I saw like Wizard of Oz live at Madison Square Garden nice. like when I was probably like 10 or something. It's different when you act in them too. It's like the, there's the first one you see and you love that one forever, but then there's the first one you're in. Here, here's a fun, here's a fun tidbit like, of information. Wizard of Oz. Do you know who has an uncredited role in Wizard of Oz? Go on. Ooh. Alan Menken? Adriana Casaletti. You know who that is? <laughs> no. Original voice of Snow White. Oh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, and everybody just shut off the podcast. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's the sound of a not fun fact. We just sounded like those dudes from Toy Story. No, this is Big Bang Theory. <laughs> Philip is Sheldon today from Big Bang Theory. He's fun with flags. But what, fun one with the, Phil. One of the things I wanted to say is that um, is is with most musical theater, sometimes like... The talk singing drives me nuts. That's called recitative, Richard. No, it's called talk singing. <laughs> no, I'm not the Listen, I have a master's degree in music. <laughs> and, uh, I'm pretty sure it's called talk singing. And you know called Excuse me, recitative. I have a bachelor's it's in right musical there. theater. I like from how your kung fu is in the middle. <laughs> yeah, I. I yeah, I guess I should totally say that now that Phil talk uh, talked about it on the podcast, I have three um, diplomas, if you will. Yeah, like he's degrees. a doctor. On top of my uh, above my studio desk, I have my bachelor's degree uh, on the left, my master's degree on the right, and my black belt kung fu certification <laughs> in the middle because I'm because I'm more proud of that because it was harder and took longer. <laughs> so, and then the ones you can't see are Richie was a really good patient at the dentist. <laughs> Some stickers. It's like a Superman Honorary attendance pens. award. Yep. Low attendance stained glass class award. <laughs> um, but with, for some reason, with the way Jody Benson does the vocal in in part of your world, it's not as annoying as usual. So no, no, it, it's it's perfect. It's perfection. You know what I mean? It's she's just like perfection. Yeah, it's amazing. If you're listening. Your perfection. And even though she's belting out that stuff, it's really intimate. It's 
It's not belty though. It's all mixed for you. She keeps it light, which I think is brilliant. It's brilliant because she can go there and she doesn't ever go there. But it's also about a woman who lives <laughs> underwater and you believe every word she says like it's the truth. It's true. She's not a woman. She's a girl. Yeah, she's a girl. 16. Well, don't bring this up because then Muff's going to start talking about how old she is. And then she's 16. And then it's going to be a Disney princess. Actually, Padme's a Disney princess. No, Leia's a, Dis- a Disney princess. Yes. Oh, um, now, originally, since the uh, podcast is called Anne Marie is a Disney Princess, we had a great idea that we were all going to dress as <laughs> Disney princesses. And then y'all were lame. No, I went out. I actually have a, a dress. Yeah, but did so do you I. wear it? Did um, you well, wear it? What happened, Jared? All right, so Richie bought his, and I bought mine. And we were trying to figure out what would fit me. And so I went and bought a full Little Mermaid costume. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm so sad we're not seeing that right now. I'm so disappointed that that's in that one. And instead of Ariel, it looked like Ursula ate her for her voice. <laughs> um, so I opted you not to do purple? that. You were purple? I was, yes. <laughs> and I used my body language. Oh, <laughs> um, oh my God. Ursula <laughs> so bad. Um, so I yeah, so I, I nixed that idea, and then Boo. Richie then followed suit and didn't wear No, because I said, wait a minute. So I'm going to be wearing a dress, and everybody else is going to be wearing like jeans and t-shirts? I said, no, no way. <laughs> but then I bought I stuff to dress. make myself Simba, and then you told me that wasn't good, and I said it was You Disney. didn't look like Simba at all. You look like a guy with a stupid lion hat on. Simba is right. not well, just so princess. Simba. Have you ever He's seen the Broadway princess. version? It's people with sticks. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's true, but they're Simba's boon not, raku Simba's that, not a Disney princess. That's he's not, not a princess. Do. No, he's a prince because he's going to be king. One day he'll be king, but, but he will he's not, not be a, princess. a princess. Unacceptable. You guys are lucky I didn't have a Bam. Jedi robe on today because I was so close now that D- Disney owns that shit. <laughs> I was going to have a Jedi robe on, so you guys are very lucky. I mean, lucky. technically you could have dressed as Princess Leia and been a Disney princess. That's We have that costume. Um, you, and you, I know you have it at your fingertips. Yeah. Okay. No, I wanted to be Queen Jamila. Who? From episode two. Yeah, of course. The of Queen course. of Naboo. Someone oh. no one's heard of. Yeah, okay. Yes. Where'd you go? I'm you Queen Jamila. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That queen? <laughs> well, you know what? I wore my Maleficent dress because she And you is, look Maleficent. She was a princess at one time. That's right. So that counts. And she fell. So and then also after Anne Marie was complaining about how much uncomfortable her dress was, I'm kind of glad I didn't have to wear it. They were itchy. My little sleeve puffs are really itchy, guys. Well, Anne Marie, you pointed out before we we did this that people would get angry that you're dressed as Snow White. We're not doing any Snow White songs. Is someday my prince will come from Snow White? Yes, yeah, yes. but she sings it all Opry. Well, let's do it jazzy because that's what you do. Oh, can we do that? Can we do like a jazz version? Yeah. My my ongoing joke about jazz is that is that um. This is what I ask guests, and I'm sorry for asking this now. It's a joke that I think is hilarious. I think it's hilarious too. Jason? Yeah. Are, are you familiar? Are you versed in the dark arts of jazz? <laughs> Can we start what? it like super straight? Yeah, like, I gotta get the chart. I've never played this song before. I'm gonna play bass on this. Richard, you're gonna jazz you over our faces. What? Can I play bass on this? Of course. Not that you had yeah, a uh, choice. You should do the opening dwarf uh, lines. <laughs> I ho, I ho. A B flat. Let's see if I can sing it in that key. Oh, how does this go? <laughs> it's a, it's a waltz. You have to waltz it. I can't do it in that key, guys. Oh, what key would you like to do it in? Something different from it's that, like a fourth something away from that. Like a fourth lower. Let's try it's F. A B flat to F. 
Or E flat. Let's, let's do it lower. Let's Emory, do just it. pick a key. It's Damn. No one, bitch. Damn. Damn. You want to try it in D? D? D. D. Okay. Can, you, can you give us like a little something at the top there? Like a little. Yeah. Little, Is, yeah. Whatever you want. <laughs> uh, I'll just give you. Nice, Amory. That was beautiful. That's a really terribly hard song to sing. I never do that, that song. Like, well, you know what? You did it really, really. And how does she actually sing it? So, Phil, um, Disney enthusiast Phil Castellano. Yes. Like, do you accept that version? I love that version. That was delightful. Thanks. But it's all like opera y, though. She like well, sings she, like. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she sings it like weird. But that was wonderful. Amory, do you mind if I talk a little bit about you and your singing and stuff? Because this is like the you episode. 
Actually, what um, class I did never you fail get of her told father's? To talk. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't take out my garbage. That was my dad's line. Well, you look like a strong boy. Take out my garbage. No, the, the did he ever do that to you, Jason? No. No. <laughs> oh, guy. All right. Continued. Richard. Last week when we did the, or a couple weeks ago, whenever it was, when we did the Agents of Fortune gigs, um, the original Blue Oyster Cult drummer Albert Bouchard told me he listens to Band Geek all the time. He loves the show, and that I don't talk about Anne Marie and I stifle Anne Marie too much, <laughs> when I, and I talk over her and I don't let her speak. So um, I'm <laughs> I'm taking that advice to heart, and I would like to actually talk about Anne Marie too. Do you know what's funny? At the show, we were backstage, and I was talking to someone, you or Phil or someone, and he goes, "Oh, Anne Marie." Like, have we met? <laughs> and he goes, I recognize your voice from Band Geek. I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so Aww. sorry. And, and, and Albert said that you're the secret weapon. Oh, of, Albert, of thanks. I didn't say uh, But sure. we, we actually know a secret. Brandy's a secret weapon of Band Yeah, Geek. absolutely. We all know that. <laughs> she's not a secret. She's a None of the things we say are funny. And by, by, by Brandy laughing, she makes them appear to be funny. Shut up. <laughs> it's all smoke and mirrors. Um, but smoke and laughter. Amory, when did you start singing? When I was a kid. Okay, so this is going to be a good interview. Um, no, I mean, I remember I had a solo in my kindergarten graduation. Red stand up, blue sit down. Green stand up, yellow sit down. And now, did oh, you, I mean, your mother sings too, right? Yeah. So did she? was she always singing in your house? She she does, and she did. And I would always like sit at the edge of my bed when I'm like three years old and make up songs. And I remember, um, like all kids, I had like a recorder. And those little books that came along with the recorder yeah. and like, you know, the, the VHS tapes where you play along with the book and the tape and it shows on the, oh man, I'd be like, look, I can play Be Our Guest. And I'd be like, <laughs> and it was just, I would just, with varying, varying amounts of air and just like, kind of like, I was always doing some singing musical stuff around. Now, your I took mo- piano lessons forever. Your mom's voice is sort of like, I want to say... Do you remember like the scene in Elf with Will Ferrell when is it is that Zoe Deschanel in that movie yes. when she sings for the first time? That's like what your mom's voice reminds me of, sort of. I don't recall that movie. But it's like a it's like <gasps> sort of like an old style. I, mean, I know it, but it's like an old style like jazz, like bluesy jazz kind of voice. That sounds about right. And your mom like really does that really well. And you know what the thing is, your dad sings too, and he's pretty good. Like, yeah. I think I think you you know my you, sister's crazy good too. Yeah, we got to get your sister on the show, but just for you know the sake of insanity. Imagine <laughs> we had my whole family singing. No, uh, I said <laughs> I I, I, I'll take I'll take one of your people at a time because <laughs> uh, I think any more than one and and things start to go awry. That's why I get <laughs> fucked up. I don't know what you're talking about. So no, but I think we should uh, I think we should have um. Anne-Marie's sister Emily on at one, one point, but not them in the same room because it would th- things would happen. No, one one Nashio girl has to replace the other. Yeah, exactly. They can only be one. They so, can only be one. So um, so your mom sings and your and has your dad always played? Because your dad plays like harmonica and guitar. And harmonica, like I remember, yeah. But he, I remember when I was born, he told me he sold his guitar. My mom made him sell his motorcycle and then he sold his guitar. <laughs> and it wasn't until like, I want to say I was like 11 or 12. We bought him a guitar for Christmas and he got so emotional. He got so emotional about it. He got all weepy. My dad is like this hulking dude. He's he's not very tall, but he's just like, he looks like Stone Cold Steve Austin and he's just got like guns and tats and very intimidating guy, but he's a big goofball. Um, we got him this guitar and he was like so touched. 
that, that he Aww. had this guitar back in his life. He, he got a little weepy. It was really cute. Aw, Dad. So when... I'm going to talk about this a few times. Don't roll your eyes, Andy. Uh, when mm. when we got married... <laughs> Why am I rolling my eyes? I just you're, hear it. You're I just back hear it. to him. That's amazing. I hear it happening. Um, when we got married, we were... You know, like the the photo video companies, they always give you like these packages like, oh, we'll do like a, a little montage with your baby pictures and stuff like that. And, and we'll, we'll put it together. We'll play it on the screen. And I'm like, I don't need you to do that. I know how to do that. I'm not paying, I'm not paying $400 for that. So I could do that shit. So we got – so Anne-Marie and I like started composing like all these like – or you know gathering all these like family photos that we were going to put together. And I said – you know, and I was looking through like VHS tapes. I was like, you know, I have this VHS tape of me singing when I'm like seven <laughs> years old, right? I was like, maybe, and I said, I'm sure you do too. And maybe we can put on like a little video clip in there of like me singing and you singing. And she's like, you don't want to go there. <laughs> I'm like, what? She's like, you don't want to go there. I was like, why not? I was like, look, and I put on my video, and it's me playing like my four terrible <laughs> chords, and I'm going. <laughs> You know, like, like, like. Oh, it was so cute. It was, it was cute. It was funny and cute and, and kind of bad, but cute in, in a lovable way, right? And then, like, Anne Marie says, "Okay, here's me when I was seven, and it's her on stage at a school play, dressed as I think Snow White. Snow White. I was and, Snow White, and all the dwarves were taller than me. All and, of them. And <laughs> like much taller than me. And not only was that, not only was she Snow White, but she's singing, and she's going. What was the name of the song? I don't remember. But she's like. <laughs> like perfect like pro voice seven years old and I'm like you know we don't need to put this in there the I was like you're right she was like I told you don't two mess things, with me you don't want to go there two things happened when we did when we were doing those video and picture montage things well that happened so I guess three things happened one I discovered how awesome giant glasses were because I saw all the pictures of your mom and my mom from like the late 80s and the early 90s with these giant like Vicky Vale glasses. I was like, oh, I want that. And so then I went out and got those giant glasses that you hate when I wear. Um, <laughs> and then another thing happened now that we brought up my sister. Um, every single picture of me from four years old on is Emily... Like, oh, Amory just lost her first tooth. Or, oh, it's Amory's dance recital. And Emily is in front of me striking some kind of ridiculous pose. Or, like, riding me like a horse. Or, like, standing on top of my head. Or trying to pull my pants down. Like, this is every single picture of me from four years old on is Emily trying to just, That's like, a little sister. get That's right in there. That's all my pictures are the same way. Right in there. Well, this little yeah, fiery I, I, I understand younger siblings. Do you have any siblings? Yeah, I do. Uh, younger? Oh, a younger sister. So do you understand this plight? Absolutely, <laughs> and I know Andy, I know Andy kind, does. Though. I know Andy understands the the older brother, older sibling plight. Sure, <laughs> Andy's not a human no. being. It's fun. And, well, Andy's not a human being. No. He doesn't He's got that. three though. It's different. I have all awesome pictures of me and my brother when we were kids. Yeah, but your little sister is was the mo- most precocious little girl I've ever I've ever you know met. This. It was unbelievable. Um, you clearly did not meet Emily when she was younger. No, Gina was something. Gina, you wouldn't. <laughs> Gina was, was Gina was something. She was I something. believe it. I, I believe that. You know Gina. You know she is. I, I believe that. No, Gina's chill now, like as an yeah. adult. No, but I, when I Andy's sister though, Gina was little, there. she was like super smart, super articulate, and was in everyone's business, <laughs> right? And like, and I remember, the fr- I'm sorry to sidetrack, but I remember the first time I went to Andy's house as like a teenager, and, and his sister just repeated all the stuff Andy was saying about, about all of us. She was like... Oh, yeah. Um... 
uh, Andy says you like Courtney. I was like, what? That was a secret, man. He's like, you're his sister. And then he, and then, and then he went to our friend Damien, who's kind of large. He said, um, he goes, my brother says you can't drive because your arms are too short. <laughs> so all, all of the Andy disses and, came and out. And you fart. Oh yeah, well, that's right. That's what she said to me. You like Courtney and you fart a lot. I was like. Andy. These are all true facts. things. These are true things. Well, this, this you know, half speaking of, the, of truth, you know, half half of that comes from the fact that we grew up in a time when we had to talk to each other on the telephone. So it's not like I had like a private, you know, like yeah. I could walk outside with, you know, there's a cord there. Yeah. I could walk. No, you walk, I could walk outside in a with a cord and you sit on your stoop exactly. in the summer. That's what you do. Or when you get the cordless phone and then you walk as far as you can up your block to see how far until it cuts out. <laughs> oh man, I miss that. So. So when did you? <laughs> I gotta go back. <laughs> when did you uh, decide that music was your thing, Amory? Um, when I met you. Really? No, but you were doing Aww. music before you met me. Yeah, but I was all over the place. Like I was all set to go to art school, man. Yeah. I was like going to UMass. Amherst. But you were in all the plays and stuff in school. Yeah. And you and you sang jazz in, in at high school, right? Yeah, I mean it was mainly musical theater, but that whole thing left such a bad taste in my mouth. That I was like, oh, I gotta get away from that. But I mean, I love musical is, theater. Is that because I could all the that. people are catty and stuff like that? Oh, woof. Yes. Oh, yes. like college theater. Man, those people like to do stuff to each other. <laughs> well, I know, I know a great many people who joined the play like in high school just because we all had to get changed in one room together. And yeah, yeah. people join. That's the reason they join. Yeah, and that's the reason they join. So you get like the guy who's on the lacrosse team join. I'm like, what are you doing here? You have no interest in this. He's like, I just want to see Jenna in her underwear. I'm like, okay. You think there's a reason <laughs> that's the, the the degree that I have, Richie, in theater? It's it's help girls with their makeup, let them cry on you, and then you might have an in because you're straight. Yeah, I got it in. <laughs> wow, you oh, yeah. said that. Really creepy, man. That was next that was level really creepy. creepy. No, so, I love musical theater. I could sing that stuff. That's like the only thing that I could sing unendingly. Like, I could just sing that forever. Well, I remember you uh, would come down to see uh, Andy and, and my band play at the place we mentioned before that mm-hmm. Jason used to play also, is Dock Street. That's how I met you. And you'd come down, and then someone said, you have to let Amory sing, and, and you know how I feel about jamming. And people sit again, I'm like, And you no. know how most people feel about girl vocalists? I'm like, no, like, I don't I have that. to let Amory sing. And they're like, no, you have to let her sing. She's great. Um, so you you came up, and I think you did Rock and Roll by Led Zeppelin. No, Communication Breakdown. Oh, Communication Breakdown. Didn't you sing Boston? And I sang a lot of things. And I remember, <laughs> do you remember the old PA at Dock Street? It used to have built-in speaker protection that the speakers yes. would light up when mm-hmm. they were when they were hitting the compressor. Right? I, you guys, Jason Spore would make those things. They would be yeah. they would the light they would, would just, just be, be on for three hours straight. So most <laughs> most time when when the girls would sing, like it'd be, everybody would be like, we, "We can't hear you. We can't hear you." And they're like, you know, you know. But Amory, like this little five foot girl, gets up on. I stage. might not even have been five feet at that point. She <laughs> like, was still growing. She was. I had like tiny. really short pink hair. She must have been 16 or something, and she yeah. and she got the mic. I'm like, what's this fucking girl going to do? <laughs> you know what I mean? What's she going to do? And she picks up the mic, and she's like, hey, girl, stop what you're doing! And, and the, the speakers went yellow, <laughs> yellow. Black speakers turned yellow, and, I, and everyone was like, whoa, right? So so then, like, every time she came, I'm like, oh, Emery, why don't you come sing again? 
And and yeah, that that happened for quite a bit until we stopped playing there. And then on we on Tuesday. Yeah, you know, on Tuesdays. Then we we started, you know, seeing each other after that and and that's when you became serious about music when we were together? Yeah, about music specifically cuz I again, I was all over the place. Oh. So it's, your, so it's your fault. Because yeah. I was good at a lot of things. I'm sorry. No. No, um, no I like 16. really I remember you had we had a conversation. So I had a freak out. I was going to UMass Amherst. I go to sign the loan paper. I was like, this is a lot of money. Something doesn't feel right about this. And it was like, I don't know, it was like a loan for like $16,000 or something like that. So happy I didn't do that, especially now you, you hear, you see, I see all my friends and you hear about all the college loan disasters. I'm like, oh, real happy I dodged that bullet. But um, yeah, I was like, this doesn't feel right. And then I freaked out. I didn't go. And I was going for fine art. I was going for painting. And um, I didn't. And then I was having like, you know, one of my crises and we were talking. We were just friends at the time. We weren't dating. And you're like, it, it doesn't matter what you major in. Just pick something and do it all the way to the end. It's great advice, Richie. <laughs> That's silence. I just remember during your courting that I wasn't You're here, courting. and every time I came back to visit, you were like, "This is girl I kind of like, and she's dating this guy, and he's kind of a dick." <laughs> Shout out to that guy. Shout out to that guy. He was a trombone player. And then I remember sitting in Richie's basement while he chatted with her on instant messenger. <laughs> I was glowing monkey thirteen, guys. <laughs> and then segway. when I wasn't chatting with your sister. <laughs> Do you know why? Do you know why? I'd like to explain that name. So there was this glowing monkey that they called Andy because it's DNA, um, and they they flipped it, and they put like they they infused his blood with like jellyfish stuff, so he glowed in the he 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 would glow in the dark, and my dad calls me Andy, so I was like, how what am I gonna pick for an instant messenger name? <laughs> glowing monkey M thirteen because that's my favorite number, <laughs> and that's it. Well, the, the the reason I told you that is because. After hearing you sing, I was like, you know, you could do this for a living. You know what I mean? And and I think everybody in this room agrees with that. You know what I mean? Amory could do this for a living. And and the thing is, like, a lot of girl singers, when you come across them, they're just like, I want to be a singer. And you look at them like, you have a nice voice and you look nice, but you're not really a musician. You know what I mean? Like, you can sing very well and, and that's great. And that'll, and that'll get you far if you're really determined and you're good at promoting yourself. But, like... Anne Marie always had the musical thing down. Like she, like no, she knew. No, you did. You knew. You knew what was going on, and you had a command of it that a lot of people don't have. And you had an innate ability. And then when you went to college and learned this stuff, you actually became scary. And, and now your ears are better than mine. And and, <laughs> and that's like really frustrating to live in the house with you. But um, so you know, and the thing, the story, you know. That I like to tell, and 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 I'll I'll leave it off at this because I know uh, we we got another tricky tune to get to, is um when we started uh, you know going out I uh, we were going to another jam up in uh, up in Long Island, mm-hmm. and I told Bobby Rondinelli who has been on Band Geek uh, go back uh, fifty episodes or so, and there he Free is, drumming. and um, I told him hey you know my girlfriend uh, is going to come to the gig. Uh, and, and I'd like her to sing. And he had the same reaction that every other person goes like, oh, someone's good. girlfriend's going to come sing. I hate that. Great. I hate that. That's Great. A, I've I guess we're doing me that. and Bobby McGee or Black Velvet. <laughs> Great. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I hate that song. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you know. Uh, I've never sung like, it. I love I'm like, no, 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 no. I said, I said, I know you don't think 
I know you think I'm bullshitting you, but like she's really good. She's classically trained, right? And but she can sing anything. And, he, and now, whenever you hear classically trained, though, that's like, oh, awesome! Everything's gonna sound like Nightwish. Yeah. So Ooh, that's so, so, Bob, heavy. so so anyway, you came up on the gig and you sang. And after that, Bobby took me aside. He goes, "She could really sing." I was like, "I'm tell, I told you that." She goes, "No, no. When you said classical, I thought she was gonna be like." Ah! She goes, "No, but she can actually sing." And and that's the thing. And you never told me that story. Well, uh, now I'm telling it to you <laughs> on the podcast I'm in front of you. everybody. <laughs> um, oh, what a gesture! So because I love you. No, but I I thought that was that was you know really driving Coming my point home the that there are there are singers, way. but but I don't think you are just a singer. I think you're a musician, and it, it that and that shows in what you do and and how you direct your your choir and how you can play multiple instruments and how you put all this stuff together. And you know, and and I think that's really cool, and I think everybody you know appreciates that. So, thanks, thanks for being you. I'm, I'm hiding behind the microphone. <laughs> Pop filtering. And then uh, you anyway, segue this. Love so now in, back to your wedding. So now, in order to make this super syrupy and sappy and disgusting, Henry um, and I are going to do a duet on our wedding song right now. <laughs> this was our first dance, guys. This is our oh. wedding song. Richie but... played the guitar solo on a golf club. <laughs> there's photographic evidence of this. There's a reason for the golf but club. But we're doing our wedding song because we chose a Disney song, and uh, and this is actually one of my favorite songs ever, and, and it's... I'm going to have a very tough time doing this because it's a Peebo Bryson song. Yeah, but, okay, Richie. By the way, this we, is the second time you've done Peebo on the Yeah, but every geek. time I do it, I'm like, I can't sing with it's Peebo great. Bryson. <laughs> you can. No, we went to karaoke once years ago, and I don't go to karaoke. I don't like karaoke, but we went, and it was for our friend Steve's birthday. We had one of those private rooms, like Sing Sing or oh, something yeah. on St. Mark's. We went out, and I wouldn't do karaoke. You had to convince me. So how do you convince me? You put on musical theater or Disney songs. So they put this song on, and Richie goes, he busts out with the greatest people I've ever heard. Maybe we were all really drunk. Maybe it was two in the morning. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. I was like, and I looked at it, I was like, why don't you sing like that all the time? No, because I can only do it when I'm doing a stupid voice. So do that stupid voice all the time. No, I did that for Belle earlier. <laughs> but from the moment that yeah, I found that's her perfect. saw her. That's not a Fantastic. stupid voice. That's technique, Richard. <laughs> oh, you got the full name on that. That's song. technique. Oh, my God. All right. Richard so, Paul Castellano. Well, let's Uh-oh. see if I can even do this. Um, and I get to play you. another instrument I've never played before. Uh, keyboard. Oh, God. Harpy, harpy, Don't keyboards. get used to this. This is just because we can't fit more people in the room. <laughs> I would I would have a full harp here if it wasn't for these these space constraints. <laughs> That's so, his roundabout way of I have a full heart, a full heart, and wind. Ch- you know what? We were gonna do real wind chimes, and me and Andy discussed this. I was like, "Dude, I, there's wind chimes at my dad's store. I'll just buy them." And he goes, "Yeah, but think about Jarrett having wind chimes, <laughs> and then think about that bleeding into every microphone, and then trying to mix that." I was like, "You know what? We'll use a little sample for that one." So, uh, but that's just a roundabout way of saying that if you were skinnier, I could fit a harp in here. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what he meant. Precisely. Actually, um, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna say goodbye now because then we're gonna stop. Amory wants to change out of that. I could tell. And uh, and then we're gonna stop I think and do I the have tune. A rash. So I want to say goodbye <laughs> we to, now. We have to reset. It's no rash. Yeah, that's right. We have to move everything oh, around. Like, really? Is that the right snare there? <laughs> After I put the <laughs> reverb on it, I'm gonna put the reverb on it. So I want to thank everybody for uh, listening to our Disney episode. Yay! Yeah, awesome. Yay! I'm finally a Disney princess. Hire me. <laughs> <laughs> Please. I'm available. Please. 
Oh, Amory, Amory, quick plug. Amory's working on her first solo album. It's going to be awesome. I, I, I hear her working on it. It's cool. Hey, um, do you want to give out Amory's like, Instagram and stuff? Her or? phone number? Not Amory's her phone, phone number, number is... 555. What's your, what's, what do you want people to follow you on? Uh, Facebook, Instagram? Facebook. Okay. Amory Castellano and Instagram. A-N-A-C-C-H-I-O. That was me maiden name. Okay. So, um, we're gonna we're gonna do this. So I want to say thank you for listening. Uh, this has been our our Disney uh, podcast. Uh, our special guest today was the incredible Jason Wexler. Yeah! Anything you'd like to plug before uh, signing off? I don't think so. But thank you guys so much for having me today. Dude, thanks for coming. Yeah, You're crushing you it. it. Don't yeah. screw this next song up, and it'll be a home run. Uh, <laughs> Um, no pressure, man. No pressure. Andy Ascalise on drums and, and, uh, and, and strings today. And the strings. So pretty. Uh, Au revoir. Au revoir. <laughs> <laughs> Au revoir. The baguettes. Au revoir. <laughs> that was the funniest thing you've ever said in this podcast. Au revoir. Phil Castellano on the full string Hofner and the five string bass. And the Disney Bye. trivia. Bye. Bye, Phil. Bye. Yeah. Thanks, yeah, thanks for the Disney tribute. Anything, any last tidbit you want to add about Disney? Nah, man, I'm all Something good. you want people to know that they don't know? Pocahontas isn't that good. No, no Pocahontas is great. But Mulan is awesome. Mulan is great. You know, one thing I'm kind of bummed about is that I'm going to play this for my little niece who's not going to know any of these songs. She's like, where's Anna and Elsa? It's all right. Maybe we'll do, maybe we'll do Frozen in another episode. Paint nope. with all the colors. <laughs> We can do the modern era Disney. Modern era. Oh, that's a whole other episode. This is, this is one era. We do another era. No, we do the golden age. No, do okay, no. Okay, feels right. Oh, we have, we have the golden age, so Phil knows the, the eras. Age. Never mind. Phil knows the eras. Brandy Metaxas is helping us out with yeah, all the... Now, this is, this is a huge undertaking today. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, we have about 13 stands with cameras, and this wouldn't be possible without Brandy. So thank you, Brandy. <laughs> Yay, Brandy. It's like when we you're in you. Mission Impossible we, we really and you're you. trying to like go through the laser grid. Yeah, it was exactly I think you might have to hold the camera for this next one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Jarrett Pressman on multiple voices and multiple instruments today. I took my musical dick and put it out there. <laughs> okay, thank you. I, I can't tell you how excited Jarrett was to this, this episode. He's been nice to me all night, which is which is which is rare. And he hasn't said he hasn't said angry. anything shitty or sn- or snooty or snotty to me all night because he's just so pleased to be doing this. <laughs> he's so, jazz. So Jarrett. Thank you. I love you. Yes. We make your dreams come true. I'm a Disney prince. And finally, the star of our show, the princess, my wife, Henry Castellano. We're so bad at high-fiving. And, and now we'll sing our, uh, our duet, and we'll leave you with this, and I'm going to play the mountaintop guitar solo on come this. stand next to me Jump the and if you want to buy any of these Disney movies go to riotcast.com slash bangy click on the Amazon banner up top oh yeah yeah, do that, do that. yeah it's good. buy them there I said it really fast already okay yeah please use our Amazon link thank you riotcast.com slash bangy Amazon link on the top click it before you, you do your first this, this sucks it's taking longer to do it fast All right, now anyway. we take you to Agrabah <laughs> alright guys thanks a lot see you next that's time that's a genie fun fact I can show you the world Shining, shimmering, splendid Tell me, princess, 
Shoot! 